I uh, enjoy podcasting. It is my life. How many marshmallows do you have in your house right now? Do you ever do Mad Dog 2020? Women talk to dumb people every day, Jared. Yeah, maybe they can fix that in editing. Hello. I don't know if genius means what you think it means. Searching, Searching for, for Rick. Rick. All right. Ready to rock and roll? I guess so. Let's do this. All right. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Episode 18. Okay, so I've got a little follow-up from last episode. Uh-oh. And then this week was my week to do a little research. Oh, nice. And we can't start this episode without talking about what is the biggest news of the day. And the biggest news of well, the day... Not today. It was the big news. It was the big yeah. news. It's been, what, a week and a half? Maybe? I don't think... No, it hasn't even been that long. Been that long. I think it... Oh, didn't it just happen last week? Yeah, so... We should go ahead and tell our 35 listeners. When we told you we were looking for In case for Rick, they didn't know. Yeah, when, when we told you we were looking for Rick Moranis, we did not mean to find him and attack him. That was not what we intended. We didn't tell you to go punch him in the head. No, but... We actually like Rick Moranis. So if this podcast has, has brought this negative attention to Rick Moranis, we do apologize, Rick. That was not what we intended. So if you haven't heard the news, Rick Moranis was, I guess, sort of jumped, attacked in New York. Yeah, he was just randomly punched in the head. Very strange. Luckily that- Walking down the street. Yeah. Like the video shows him kind of like walking down the street opposite ways and the guy turns and just punches him, wails off. Just by a crazy person. I don't know that we have any follow-up on whether there was rhyme or reason, really. I think no. it was just... New York is it, back, baby. A random... <laughs> New York is back. <laughs> random act of, act of a New Yorker. So, um, Rick, we're hoping you're recovering and you're not scared to come back to the States. I know. Uh, this is like... Is this this is the second appearance I've seen since we've started this show. Because uh, he, he did a commercial with Ryan Reynolds recently, yeah. too. Yeah. What was it for? Was it for this tequila or was it for something else? No, it was something for else mobile he sells. service. Yeah, I was going to say T-Mobile, but mobile I don't service? know. I don't know that's right. Mobile phone service. <laughs> Not a limo service. That's Emmanuel Lewis. No. Oh, yeah, it was uh, mobile phones. It was for uh, <laughs> Cricket. Yes, that's what it was, Cricket. Mobile. It was for Cricket. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's he was venturing back. He heard our podcast probably and was like, I can come back now. I feel like they're ready for me to come back. It's safe. And then they look what me. happens. <laughs> One guy messed it up. So, I fucking hate it, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so odd. Spaceball sucked. Poor guy. I just, yeah, I, it's unfortunate. I so we definitely Rick, have we to, love you. Please come on the show. You, we, I, I just knew between then and now that we would get him on the show because uh, everybody was sending that article to us uh, or to oh me my rather gosh. when it happened. Like I had yeah. like 40 people and I thought we only had 35 people. listeners. We only had at 30. least 40, at least 40 people sent me that article. You need to tell those of them, Hey, somebody's not listening. I know. You're, like, how do y'all know about Rick Moranis if y'all aren't tuning in? You're like, one to well, send us you notes. Mean? You better Why be listening. Yeah. Yeah. You can't send and us so, critiques. If you're listening to this, after, if those, uh, please, uh, remember to s- only send me stuff if you're actually tuning in. Well, right. You can't just like give us ideas. I don't do want you that. just, yeah. Oh, it's called Searching for Rick because it's by Rick Miranda. Like, oh, yeah. Here, here's something by Rick Miranda. Here, so let me tell you talk- how to talk about it. Yeah, we don't talk about Rick Moranis. I mean, we do, we do, we try to, 
weave him in every episode or right. whatever, but it's not like he's not the highlight of every episode. So I feel right. like people just assume that's all we talk about every episode if they don't listen. So well, the moral exactly. of the story is listen to the show. Exactly. And it, clearly there's people that aren't. So anyway, Rick, we had to get that out of the way. Are with you. We're sending our We're love out to Rick for his uh, little goose egg recovery. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he'll be all right. Um, and, and they already caught the guy helmet. that did it, so he won't be punching Good. anybody Good. else I mean, in the head. That's a salt, brother. So random. Uh, okay, we want to jump into our little follow-up. It is pretty short yeah. from last episode. And again, I will say... You did pretty good on some of these facts that I didn't think you were right on. So I feel like there's you a just, couple you've you, given up on checking you, me. Well, <laughs> that could be it too. It's like, just exhausting. He's just gonna lie. Yeah, he's just gonna exhausting. lie. That's just, and I think our listeners know that by now. So we spoke last time about Michael Oliver. Oh yeah, and that's right. I ended up having to do a little fact check on our fact check <laughs> because, which I know is annoying for everybody, but there were a couple of things that came up in there that I just wanted to clarify. So like we had okay. oh, two episodes ago, we talked about Emmanuel Lewis and you had, you had pitched us this uh, idea of him going to a theme park and just trying to get on roller coaster. Yeah. Exactly. In the fact check, we covered that a little bit. And then I realized what we hadn't covered after re-listening to last week's episode is we hadn't talked about that. Actually, he is tall enough to ride roller coasters. So he's 51 inches and most roller coasters require you to be 40 to 44 inches. So he is just tall enough to ride roller coasters. So that pitch idea is out. If anybody had started trying to get money together for that, for um, Jarrett's pitch, um, a few more little off. people friends who I could probably use. Yeah, to we gotta go. Like okay, we gotta go shorter than Emmanuel there. Yeah, I have some friends. You remember that show I told you about, Little Women of Atlanta? Yeah. Yes, I, I, the, the lady on that show. She's 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 shorter than that. So okay, so she could. That, be sh- that show could still happen. Okay, right, just not with Emmanuel. Um, no. Or he could be the one that gets on the ride and then laughs at the ones that don't. That's true. Because mm, that's technically, I did follow up too. He is technically um characterized as a dwarf because dwarfs are anyone who is less than four feet ten inches so dwarf is anybody that's short and gets laughed at by regular sized people so yes is that mean (laughs) oh no yeah um so anyway (laughs) sorry to fact check an old fact check everybody but i just wanted to clarify this thing because i know people were wondering like how how short do you have to be to be a dwarf is manuel lewis i could have sworn he was 51 inches Right. Isn't that what they... Yeah, that's what they're thinking. They're like, I think he can get on that roller coaster ride. Um, I, and they were I think right. he can get on any roller coaster. They better fact check that. Yeah. And let's be honest, if you're a celebrity, they probably are going to let you on a roller coaster no matter what your height. Uh, that's true. I can yeah. see that. I mean, I know there's Especially some safety stuff, but I don't coaster. feel like the people manning the gates at Six Flags will really care that much. No, they're like 12. Exactly. They're, they're 15, literally, though. Exactly. So, I used to work there. Um, you that did. was my first job. And ask me if I care. Mm-hmm. No. I worked in the care. games but department. You don't care at your job now. So why would you uh, care you at know. 16? I, that doesn't, I don't think that holds over. It's a different, it was a different culture back then. Though. Okay. okay. It's flags that was beneath me. I don't think okay. current jobs are beneath me or anything like oh, that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No. No, I respect uh, them. Oh, okay. So jumping ahead 
to the real last episode, episode 17, I should actually be fact checking. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. So we talked about obviously the movie, The Problem Child, because that was what Michael Oliver had been in. And you were estimating, you were doing a Jarrett estimate on, or guesstimate, if you will, on box office numbers for that movie. And you said oh, that yeah. what you, did I say? you thought it was 15 million. to 20 million. Um, so not far off for just the opening weekend in the U.S. was 10 million in the U.S. for opening weekend. But worldwide. That was my next choice. Oh, it was. Okay. Worldwide gross was 72.2 million. I didn't know it was even worldwide. I, I guess every American movie is worldwide. Um I just yeah, assume certain I mean, movies I they just don't release na- world uh, globally, and that that's one of those movies. But I'm surprised. Yeah, so seventy two. I mean, that's pretty legit. Seventy two point two million, and then yeah. the Problem Child two opening weekend was half the box office, so five million, and then a worldwide gross of thirty two point seven. So they lost on that one for sure, as far as yeah. I'm sure what they estimated. But since they didn't really have to rewrite a script. And as you pointed out, they didn't even have to find new cast members because I didn't believe this when you said it, that in Problem Child 2, the same actress played kind of the love interest in the little girl Trixie's mother, as did in Problem Child 1. Played yeah, she's John the Mars Ex-wife or wife became his ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Why she's the they wife. cast the same person is beyond me. I told the you. the fact that <laughs> she is John Ritter's. Now wife. John Ritter's yeah. widow, but in real John, life they got right. married, and they met. But I don't know. If, I don't think they got married after that movie, or they met in, on Problem Child One. So it yeah. makes you wonder if then they just negotiated that she got to be in Problem Child Two. Maybe he was a producer. It just seems I don't crazy. know, but it's it was the weirdest thing because it's like they weren't related. Like she's not related to the mom from the first movie. She's they just, just assume kids are stupid and they wouldn't remember. I definitely remember. I said this lady looks so familiar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's Amy Yazbek, um, his his Amy wife Yazbeck. in real life, and she was in movies like The Mask, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, stuff like that. So she was in a bunch of like comedies. Oh, she was in The Mask. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that makes no oh, sense. Oh, Robin Hood. She played Maid Marian in Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. Um, she was wearing that like chastity belt mm-hmm. underwear, the metal or chastity belt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing we really have was that. Uh, trying to figure out, you know, how old would he have been during filming? So he was eight years old during filming mm. when he started the movie. So pretty young. His mom obviously kind of took over his career. Um, and maybe momagers. His yeah, his momager maybe in his career. You think you'll be a, um, be a momager? Oh sure. <laughs> I don't know how much I'd really want to get involved, but I can understand. Like I think about. I mean, I have a seven year old now. But if like she was in a movie, there would definitely be a, I'm not going to come in and tell other people on the set how to do their job, but there would definitely be uh, I'm going to protect her from you taking advantage of her and things like that. I'd want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I'd come in and like want to tell people how to do their job. I wouldn't do that. I feel like that's the next level of momager where they. But you would come on. You would come on set and say, um, he has a nut allergy. He cannot have any nuts whatsoever. Um, he then, has. I throw nuts at everyone. Yep. Yeah. What like is that. this? I'm not having it. Do I it's smell just... peanut butter? <laughs> no peanut butter. I specifically said. I, I can see I, you doing that. Do you, Kenny, um, I don't think it would be for nuts because they don't have nut allergies. It would right. be like I mean, but I was being facetious. Stop feeding you, my you child McDonald's. 
Are your kids allergic to McDonald's? They think they are. Thanks to you, you I ruined their them. lives. No, you, you have allergic. ruined their lives. You're allergic. You can't have. You'll die if you eat McDonald's. Why do you ruin their lives you can't like have that? Ice cream. And then you grew up French eating McDonald's. Fries. I know you did. Every child our age grew up eating eating chicken and nuggets. But now we have more information, Jared. And so why would I do that? No. Yeah. We don't have any more information. They're just as delicious now as they were then. Actually, they're all they're all breast meat now as opposed to then. Oh, okay. Well, it's getting better. So if she does well on her grades or something like that, we're going to McDonald's. No, we don't reward. And so McDonald's for, is like a big deal. We don't reward for grades. Grades are their own reward. What kind McDonald's. of bullshit is that? <laughs> Did you get paid for your grades? Were you one of those? Oh, I didn't get like a dollar for every grade, but I definitely got like some kind of. That doesn't set anything good up, right? Good job for, for like, straight A's. I'll give you a pat uh, well, on the back. Smart, good job for doing what you, what the expectation of Pat's you on the is back for do. being smart or what keeps you being smart and it, it makes it competitive. It makes it, it yeah, it get, I'll give you a pat on the back. You have grit. You have to keep no, going. No. Pat on the back is figurative. I mean, that, that can be in any kind of. Oh, no, you're a getting treat. just a, a pat a on the back. It can be a video you're game. Getting a treat. Yeah. I expect you to go to school and try your hardest. And when they do, and they meet those expectations or exceed they them. They get a hug from mom. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to parent. That's not my, that's not my place. I'm just <laughs> going to shake my head. Okay. In disbelief. And keep them, keep it moving. Because I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not here for this. I'm not here to sit here and judge you in your, in your parenting skills. A person with no kid cannot sit here and judge another person. That is kids. a good point. That is Impossible. a very good point. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Let's move into who we're talking about today. Who are we? Because I, I, I've, I've lost name. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't have a clue. It better be somebody like that person from 16 Candles. You better stop with these <laughs> no-name heartthrobs. What was oh. that guy's name? John Jandriak? <laughs> no, Michael Slick. Um Michael Sislak? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so this person, I will say this. I honestly hadn't kept up at all with where he had been. Mm. And... There's a lot of drama here. You know, I like the oh, drama. Ooh, I didn't realize how much I was going to be digging up here. And now I feel kind of guilty because I feel like, are we giving him a attention that he shouldn't be getting? I mean, ooh, our 35 negative listeners. Press? So bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, our, you know. Our 35 listeners don't care, I don't think. but They love um, salaciousness. There's some real. <laughs> there's some interesting stuff here, this guy. Uh, uh, can I guess who it is? I mean, I, I honestly don't know who it is. I mean, you still make some random guesses. Mm. Do you want I mean, clues? is there like you give me like a clue maybe, or like was he popular in the eighties or the nineties? It would be. It would have been the very beginning of the nineties. Was very his first? Yeah, his first movie heat. was released. Sorry, it's a guy. So he was a movie star, right? Movie star. Um, he start as a young. The movie he was in. Yes, he did. Uh, was very futuristic. Movie he was in was very futuristic. So it was like nineteen nineties futuristic one of the other actors in it went into a political life later he was a big deal barack obama (laughs) no barack obama was not in any movies in the early 90s oh wait i think i know someone who's friends with the politician there was an actor yeah, I feel like I've just read recently an actor, but it's like Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones and Al Gore were good friends in um, okay. in college, so this um, they were roommates. Well, this, so this actor is not actually Tommy Lee Jones. I'm politics. pretty sure. 
So I'm just going to give it to you. The actor went into politics? The movie was Terminator okay. 2. Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. The actor I was referring to that went into politics was... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. Oh, I was way off. Yeah. Way off. I can't believe your pop culture. Wow. Okay. So Edward Furlong, he, you know, Eddie Furlong. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Furlong. You know him from the mega hit Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And then he also appeared, I kind of forgotten about all these other films that he was in. So he was in Pet Cemetery 2. Um, I don't know this one, but A Home of Our Own, Kathy Bates, big name. Before and After with Meryl Street and Liam Neeson, big names. American History X, oh, Edward Norton, oh, amazing movie. Great movie. Um, and he got lots of, he actually received several awards for these. Um, Detroit Rock City, Animal Factory, um, just to name a few. Animal and Factory? Animal Factory. Did you say I, Animal Factory? Animal Factory. Animal, oh, there's an animal factory. Animal factory. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, are we getting into his filmography or his porn filmography? I mean, Pornography. you're, you're the expert on that other side, so I'll leave that to you. That's um, for the other podcast I do. Right, exactly. Um, searching so for he dick. was bo- Oh, <laughs> that was so easy. We need to change Searching for clip. One of the two. You do, oh, well, <laughs> I've heard that's a problem. Um. <laughs> So he was born in California, in Glendale, and he, you know, I don't know, he, it seemed like there was trouble, trouble right off. (laughs) So father was out of the picture. He was, he went into custody with his aunt and uncle, and he actually was Mm. in their custody at the time he got the role in Terminator. And they kind of tried to be, speaking of momagers, they tried to be aunt and uncle managers for a while. And then it's so, not quite the same if your mom not, and dad aren't running. It's not it. quite the time. And, and you're my aunt. Antiger. You don't count. Antiger. 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 So did Terminator, obviously huge hit. Mm-hmm. Came out in 91. So we got, you know, a pop of fame then. Here's where the the kind of uh it's not gossip, I guess, but here's the descent. Here's, yeah, it started. So he seems 90- like a problem child. He always looked like a yeah, problem child. Yeah, I mean, I th- it feels like he, like his character in Terminator Two, is him. Was really who he was. <laughs> yeah. So starting in '92, he's 15 years old. He obviously has like a tutor and is doing homeschool, whatever. He, with his 28 year old tutor, her name is Jacqueline Domac. If somebody wants to look her up, started Mm-mm. hooking up. Mm. So 15, she's 28. What? Yes. And then they were together, I guess, for two years. And then California's statutory rape law changed to allow for the prosecution of adult women. So I'm guessing before prior to that, you could only prosecute men for statutory men. rape wow. and not women. So then when the law changed that it would allow for the prosecution of adult women who have sex with minors, his uncle who was also his guardian, I guess, filed a complaint against her. Unfortunately, though, he it was unsuccessful and didn't go through because I'm guessing that Eddie Furlong didn't back it up, right? Because he was still dating her. Mm. And then they must Is that dating still- at that point? Uh, okay, he was still- what a- <laughs> She was still babysitting him. <laughs> so that was in 94. 
And then five years later, they must have still had a relationship going on because she then sued Eddie Furlong for domestic violence. Oh, so he was legal by then, probably. He was legal by then. Yeah, so in 99, he would have been, yeah, 22. So, yeah, he's totally mm-hmm. legal. I guess they still had some sort of relationship, obviously. But seems like he was a shithead <laughs> because, mm. anyway, he, and this will not be the first time or the last time, I mean, that he has this issue. The story um, continues. Yeah, so that was in 99. And then in 2000, he went into rehab for heroin and cocaine use and kind of has just been in and out of rehab. Not surprised. He, yeah. So 91, he had his big hit. He did a slew of, of pretty bankable films and got recognized. All in 91? In, no, in the 90s. Sorry. Um, oh. Got recognized, you know, at various awards, that sort of thing. Got into drugs and alcohol pretty heavily obviously had issues with personal relationships. Then he ended up just kind of getting kind of small stuff on TV. If you Google him and we'll put some pictures, although I'm hesitant to do this on our social media, he is rough. Really? Like rough, rough, rough. Like Macaulay Culkin rough? Oh, no more rough than that. Worse than Macaulay Culkin. Like, There's just, nobody in can, Hollywood looks worse than uh, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> just go to his Wikipedia page. And like the picture that's up of him is just. Now I'm like compelled to go look this up. Right yeah, now. it's, I mean, we'll post some pictures, but it's just, I mean, you can, you can tell that person has drug and alcohol problems. Like, holy no shit. Um, oh, look at him. Yeah, so. In and out of rehab. He's gotten fatter too. Yeah, put on some weight that looks pretty odd. In 2004, this is kind of funny, but in 2004, he was arrested for public intoxication after he released lobsters out of a store's tank. What? He released them? Yeah, so it didn't have more details than that. So I don't know if he like broke the tank for the lobsters all to fall out or he like literally got them out and let them loose. That's drug induced. Be oh, free. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's why he got public intoxication because he was drunk oh, and Lord. probably on other things. Mm. <laughs> so Lobsters. that's in 2004. And then again, I didn't realize the rap sheet I was going to be pulling up on this guy. <laughs> so, like, it was. I think that's wild. the beauty of what we do is we randomly pick these people and we don't know what we're getting ourselves into. In 2009, so he did get married between 2004 and 2009. He did get married 2006 to this woman, Rachel Bella. They did have a son, Ethan. And then in 2009, she filed for divorce. And then she also filed a restraining order against him, which he later violated. Surprised. For domestic violence, again. So this is, on at least on the record, two women that have reported him for beating them up. And it did say, you know, these are drug-induced, but at this point, that doesn't really even matter. (laughs) And then again in 2012, he was arrested for beating up his girlfriend and went to jail and claims that he has been in recovery ever since then because he did kind of bubble back up to, you know, some sort of news stream in 2019 when James Cameron billed him to be in Terminator Dark Fate. I don't know if you watched that. Oh, yes. I just watched it last night. That's so funny. There is a scene at the beginning of the movie. I'm serious as drugs. 
Um, no. <laughs> I don't know why I said a series is drugs. I, I swear I just either. watched it last night. There's a scene at the beginning of the movie where it's a flashback scene where the Terminator kills Sarah Connor's son, who is, you know, Edward Furlong. And they use, I guess, it's all CGI, but for the longest, I thought it was all real, like actors and stuff. But like, I was like, no, Linda Hamilton yeah. is way older than this. Arnold Schwarzenegger is way older than Edward Furlong. Yeah, was how did they do this? this? They had him as like a little kid. Yeah. And he looked like, a, but it looked like him. I was like, they oh, said, that's, that's, yeah, they said Furlong? he never, so he never did anything. He, um, right. it was, it was I, all I, I realized it was him. CGI. Yeah, yeah, it was all CGI for him. They probably so. just took his face from like the Terminator movie, from the, his first movie that he did in Terminator. They took that face and like, com- um, you know, they can do that now with augmented reality and they can kind of like superimpose your face over another person's face. Well, he actually recorded, it says he actually recorded it. Oh. He actually did green screen like type CGI recording. So like, it, I mean, motion capture, you know. So he actually did do that. I guess they just felt like they had to have him. Um, He says he's in recovery. So, you know, apparently he has another movie in the queue called Karma. (laughs) Mm, Which will be interesting. Um, You know, I like to say people can recover. So I hope he is recovering and best of luck. And, but yeah, what a rap sheet. Like, holy moly. Definitely went down the dark way. Yeah, He's super active on social media. Really? I don't think we'll tag him or anything, but yeah, he's what's super he active about on Instagram. On, what's he talking about on social media? I didn't even look. I didn't, you didn't look check. Like ah! No, I just let me look it up. Um, look it up. I mean, but, you can't get deep on Instagram. I'm sorry. No, I will. I connected him to Rick Moranis. Oh, because he was in American History X with Edward Norton. Who was in Moonrise Kingdom with Bill Murray? Who was in Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters with, with Rick Moranis? There we go. You be you, you're you're really good at that. Thank you, thank you. I don't know what I can do with that skill set, but um, it's your power. Yeah. Oh, is that my superpower? Mm-hmm. Oh, the connector. The connector. You're the connector. So that was that was kind of all on Eddie. I'm sure that there's probably some more. Uh, I didn't pull up his actual rap sheet of arrests and how many times he's had to go to court for various things. I'm going to guess there's more in there. It's not anything I necessarily need to know more about, but yeah, we'll post some pictures of him or feel free to look him up yourself. Oh my God. I mean, get ready for the shit show. Yeah. And what's weird is he like makes public appearances. He still goes to some, you know, those sci-fi like conferences and stuff. Oh, the cons, oh, the cons. like Comic Cons, yeah. and exactly. He like makes he makes a, he makes Comic Con appearances. Yeah, like for Terminator mm-hmm. stuff and things yeah. like that. People um, get you, you know celebrities get paid to uh, like take pictures with people at those events. So I, I, that, that's I, I right. want to say that's really sad, but I mean you know however you can get a buck, and I feel sorry for him, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why he does it is literally just to get a book. Right. So I think that he, you know, he uh, probably that's how he sustains himself other than doing some of these smaller things. Like I said, like, obviously he got paid for being in. Is he like in a band or something? I feel like he would. Terminator. He looks like a kind of person who would be like a musician. Interestingly enough that you bring that up. I wasn't going to mention this. He did release an album. I'm looking at his. In 92 in Japan called Hold On Tight, which included a cover of the door song, People Are Strange. 
Oh, people are strange. Uh-huh. That song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that his actual name? Uh, is that his stage name? Is Edward Furlong, or is it Edward Furlong? Something? Yeah, that's all. That's all I could find. So hopefully, cool. Eddie is actually since 2014 is has been in true recovery, and is trying to make amends with his family and maybe his career. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I mean, he wasn't a bad actor, so I could totally see him. Like resurging Being his able to make you know, a resurgence yeah. in his career. Yeah. He's gonna have to get to the gym a little bit. So we do have a couple so, things we have to talk about too. I, I wanna So no, are we finished with, with Edward Furlong? Yeah, I don't I don't want to talk about him anymore. Is it sad to you or well what? he beats you, women up? So I don't hmm. I feel like he was and on you've the already bed. said he's gone to jail and he's been out and he's yeah, trying and to I re- talk to him and I understand he's trying to rehabilitate and I totally support that people are able to rehabilitate, but I don't really give him any more like energy attention okay made that's real, fine real poor decisions there's plenty of people that do heroin and don't beat people up oh that's what I, and and i hope he didn't use the drug use as an excuse for for hitting women because that's i hate when, i hate when men use excuses for hitting women like, you just oh, hit you just I'm hit an women alcoholic and it's like you just hit there's, women there's a lot of alcoholics that never i'm an alcoholic I like to drink. I'm drinking right now as we are doing this podcast. And whenever I do drink and I feel drunk, I've never inspired to hit a woman. Right. Right. No, I feel so, like hitting a woman today. Like I've <laughs> never just, I mean, you know, you either do or you don't. And it's just like I, I spit on, I spit at people who who hit women. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so I think that we, we're going to wrap up. I feel you. Them. We've updated the world. Okay. Fuck you, Edward Furlong. Uh, there he is. He, I, I had no clue. And now we now we know. Fuck you, uh, Edward Furlong. <laughs> We're done with you, sir. Uh, so a few things we should cover. One is after we did, and I will say, after we premiered our Bobby McFerrin episode, mm-hmm. there was a cover released that T.I. was oh, yeah. on. Lil Duvall. Do you know who huh? Lil Duvall is? No. I do, do you know, know the that- song? Don't live in my best life. Oh, yeah. Is that him? He's a comedian and he's recently become popular as a musician or as an artist, recording artist. I'm using the finger quotes in the air, guys. Right, as a recording artist. Using that term very loosely. Clearly, they they got it together the day they heard our podcast and released it the next day. They had to. Again, we are trendsetters. (laughs) I I don't, either, either that or we hold the Necronomicon or we hold the uh, the uh, Nec- Nostradamus papers in our hands or something. That's probably more what it We is. are predicting futures and we're, we're predicting people's relevancies yeah. like crazy right now. That's why I was nervous about talking about Edward Furlong because I don't want to. Do I know. It. What if he comes back into relevancy thanks mm, to you? Well, no. yeah. No, no, no. Nonetheless, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the rest of our list of people coming back into relevancy, including Rick Moranis, of course. Yeah, yeah. Rick leading the way for sure. Uh, and the other thing I want us to talk about is, you know, we sometimes ask people at the end of the episode to like go on to Apple Podcasts and rate us or, mm-hmm. you know, anyone yes. leave a review. Well, we got our first scathingly bad review. Oh, yeah. You told me this. Which I feel like means we're we're going to we're making it because it, when you get a negative somebody review for sure. cared enough to, to write us. a really like there's a couple just nice reviews that are just like, love it. Great so people are actually writing reviews. Yeah, great concept. Brendan Fraser would be a great episode. And then this person uh, wrote, Fraser. I mean, a good two full paragraphs 
Oh, Let's hear it. How bad are you? Do you want me to read it? Do yes. we want to give power to this? You want to hear it? Okay. Yes. The title of this review, one star, because I think they force you to do a star, is called Last Research Plus Thoughts, dot, dot, dot. Not sure what that means. Mm. It says, it just says, first thing, what is this? I tried listening, but two people who lacked charisma, oh, Ooh. or real POV point of view, mm-hmm. just talked about what they found on the internet and often got <laughs> even that info wrong. This person is not wrong. That's exactly what our podcast I mean, is, actually. Yeah, they're a son of a bitch, but I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> actually, the girl did all the heavy lifting. Ooh, and the guy talked over her, telling her to Google stuff. <laughs> what episode? Like, like current pics of people. I don't know, because she didn't say what episode she listened to. That she, she clearly already did. She didn't get all the facts correct, but she isn't dumb either, dude. You, she felt like you're really treating me poorly. I know. Am I patronizing or something? Uh, I... Apparently, you need to be more thoughtful. On, and I, you need to just support me. That, that's, that's true. That's what I'm hearing. You I need to lift me. you up more, Alice. You're absolutely yeah. right. Like, give your podcast partner some credit. I do. I should. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I will. This could be interesting, but they share no original thoughts, which I disagree with because I think we share too many original thoughts. I feel like our thoughts are the most original to the point of where they're esoteric. Like nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's just between us. Just stuff you can Google. (laughs) I don't know which one she listened to, but you know, we probably vary in some things, but she clearly didn't listen to the episode where you admitted to your superpowers because you can't Google that. that was a masterful episode. Yeah. You can't Google that. That's original content too, by the way. Nobody can find you on Google. Okay. No. Why can't they speculate more about why these people disappeared or have contemplative conversation? This Mm. is an interesting topic, but they make it really mundane. So they're saying that, and maybe we could do this instead of looking up what people are doing. We just guess what happens. (laughs) And then we, and then we go look it up. I mean, we could do that. We could add it as both of us, but one of us has to do the research. So the other one can like make a guess. That's a I great idea. I could say, Eddie Furlong, what do you think happened to him? Yes. And you just pull and say, out oh, of he's your... a mess. This is what I think happened. And then you tell me the story. And then I do the same for you. I'll tell you, you know, you, I'll give you the name, Michael right. Oliver. So yeah, we could do that. People want to just from... hear us like make up a whole storyline. Sure. I, I guess she wanted us to be more charismatic in the process too. Also, the guy went on a rampage about he's done yeah. with gender talks and battles. Maybe five minutes after he tells the girl, he tunes out women when they talk. <laughs> Did I say that? Uh, yeah. And rolls his eyes at their saying culture has trained us women to be afraid of being alone with strangers on elevators. This guy thinks he has life figured out and isn't interested in hearing about an experience he can't relate to. And, it's, and he's rude about it. <laughs> it's like she has me like down to a T. Why is any woman supporting this dude in 2020? Let, <laughs> let this is alone. Not on, this is not the review. Yes, it is. I swear. I didn't make this up. Let alone a female podcast partner. Also, who are these people? Well, we're nobodies. No. Thank you for listening, though. I'm so shocked. <laughs> they have no info about their names and their bios. Well, we don't want you coming after us. No. That's the whole point. We don't want you to know who we are like that. I wanted to look them up to better humanize them, but they can't even make a bio page correctly. Oh, so we need to get a website together then. Do we? Do we? No, fuck her. Clearly not professionals. Yeah, we know we're not professionals. 
Did we say we were professionals? I don't think we ever said we were professional podcasters. No, and I think if you listen to one episode, it's pretty clear we're not professional podcasters. Let me look up my said, sorry, Instagram. but this is just bad. I wish them well and mean this as constructive criticism because this is a lazy podcast. And the guy <gasps> seems pretty insensitive. Do better if you really want to do this. Like put it in real work, thoughtfulness. <gasps> Basic listening skills. Best of luck. Wow. That's a deep review. Yeah. It's what we wanted, though. It's everything it was we wanted. It's what we wanted. I feel like she was so passionate about not liking us. She made people know that we that like like she was upset with listening to us. Exactly. I kind of like that. Exactly. Where did you get, where did you see this review? Was it on Apple or? So what? this one was on Apple. Everyone, if they want to go look. I'm. Oh, I guess we shouldn't have said that on. Yeah. Well, please go look. I don't mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can find it on the Apple Podcast reviews on our apple podcast page nice um and you can write your own review and it can be scathing and that's okay and maybe we'll read it on here if it's really scathing lady i don't know who you are if you're still listening oh she's not listening it is what it is and Um, you know i can i will i will definitely work on being more i don't know she said i was like rude or like i wasn't like i i don't listen to you or like i over talk you i don't think i do any of that but again i think that i do it Shut up, Alice. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the problem. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, right. Um, my turn, Jared. Thank you so much. You've been <laughs> muted. Anyway, so please leave a review, uh, if any kind, and we would be happy to take your thoughts into consideration here for what we have now, two more episodes. <laughs> So we thank you, Alice, for uh, your work. You are a strong woman. And just know that I'm not talking over you at this time. You just let your computer sign you off. And I'm just filling in the dead space and dead air. I'm not being a chauvinistic pig by over-talking her right now. I am the host now. I am the host. I'm it. And so on behalf of Alice and myself, we say thank you for listening to Searching for Rick. Until next time, take care of yourself and your grandmother.